You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Happy Hump Day, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast that entertains space between your ears. As always, I'm joined by Vicky. Vicky, say hello. What up? Hey, Vic, this past week, did you enjoy your spring break? Oh, I enjoyed the many hours of rain and the snow that came on Easter. Yeah, I'm not complaining about the weather because it was a week where I didn't have to do anything. Now, I had, And I, I did do that, too. I had high hopes. I told myself I was going to paint a few more walls inside the house. That's what I heard. That never happened. You didn't paint? Nope. That I was painted what your little, wife said her hope was. What would you call it? A little, a little splash, a little splash area. What was that called? The backsplash you did? Nah, like you, a tester strip on your wall. To make. Oh, that's all you did is the tester strip? That's all I did. <laughs> it, does it look beautiful? I don't think it goes with what we already have. In oh, the house, so you want to change color it? Scheme, kind of do, yeah. But I was also cleaning up the basement, and I came across two wallets uh, from years past. And I want to go over with you and the listeners what I found a in Disney my Disney ticket in my wallet. Oh, you brought so, it with you. So first off, I, I found this big honker, and I don't know why it was in my wallet. Uh, it's a National Defense Medal. Okay. Yeah, went through the Air Force. Awesome. Yep. A platinum credit card that I have never used. <laughs> Look how shiny it is. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's so platinum. And it, it expired in 2014? Is that a word? No. No, 2018. Oh, so it's still good. You just yeah, never used it. Yeah, which is weird. I just got a letter on it saying if I didn't have any transactions for the next 30 days, they're just gonna like cancel this card out. You're like, okay. And I found it. I actually came across it a couple days later, but it, look how nice and shiny. Shiny, this That's because you never use it. Yeah, it's through my bank. I'm I'm not a credit card person except for my Disney credit card, but that's paid off immediately. So let's see here. I came across a Trump International Hotel in Las Vegas uh, hotel key cool. card. This was actually from one of the penthouse suites. Awesome. Um, it was, oh my gosh, ginormous. They had televisions in the mirror. Like the mirror oh, itself. Like you walk in, you touch the mirror, and a like, 65-inch television pops up. It that's was awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, so there you go on that. I came across, oh, my nephew when he was in second grade. That's a picture of James here. And he's um, how old now? 13. Just turned 13. Oh, Mr. Whalen's fireworks. Tom Whalen, former teacher in the Francis House. That's right. Visitor. He was teaching when I was in school. So he was my teacher as well for a few classes. Came across his business card. So apparently I have that. I've never called him. <laughs> and I have, oh, picture of my wife. How hot Aww. she is. All that hotness. She's got man. long hair. She's smoking hot. Look at that. Look at <laughs> she that. looks exactly the same only a little blonder. Right? I did come across a Disneyland receipt. I was going to say. A Disneyland receipt is, for $198. Is that when you and Dave went and rode in the shell together? So, yes, it is. Six tickets, three-day park hopper passes for $198. That's a steal. That is a steal. Six tickets, 
three-day park hopper pass Very for cool. $198. This is back in 2012. Matter of fact, it was September 1st, as the date says right there. Here's my park hopper pass with Woody. Very Three-day cool. park hopper pass. Just got a hopper. Yep. Oh, it says hop. just got happier. Yeah, Sorry, I thought happier. it said just got a hopper. Yeah. And then this is the funniest part. All right, you'll get it's a laugh. It's a fast pass. It is a, an old paper fast pass from Disneyland. We have some of those. So check this out. It is. Now, I could take this trip, or excuse me, this ride, between 7.05 and 8.05 p.m., right, on September 2nd, 2012, for the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Oh, that's why you still have it. I never used it. That's right. Isn't that funny? That is funny. I, we actually do have some of those that we didn't get to use. Just we just f- kept for memorabilia. Funny stuff you find in your wallet. Now, I, I haven't touched my wallet since that, since 2012. That's when I converted to, like, the phone case, you know? Thing. Right. And it was just funny. I found all well, the stuff in there. if we went in my wallet, I'm embarrassed to tell you that I still have Cinderella key cards from before FastPass Oh, did you? I, I still know. do. Why did I have this in here? What the heck? I wonder <laughs> if it was given to me, like, when I was at Whiteman or something. And you just put Like, awarded to me, and I just kind of threw Isn't it. Isn't that supposed to be on your uniform? Yeah. I oh. kind of just threw it in my wallet, so, like... Right, row. Maybe it came off your uniform or something, and you just put it in no there. I have no idea. That's hilarious. Anyway, as always, listeners, this episode is sponsored by WaltExpress.com. Go ahead and check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. They got some great articles up right now just for you if you want to become a Disney expert and get the latest dish on what's going on surrounding Disney. Also, don't forget to check out our buddy Joe over at VirtualMickey.com. If you've ever been wandering through the park and you're like, man, I wish they had an app for that. Well, they do. Your buddy Joe has created awesome apps just for you. Today's episode is our rumors and news segment. And Vicki, I'll be honest, I usually come... To recording Armed six, and ready to go Yeah with like Six seven pages of stuff Look at this I know it's, one, it's a sad day One lonely page I have eight But, but hey, How did you get Eight pages of stuff See Well our friend Lee He hooked me up With this good site Oh did he Oh oh, did he Yes he did Well he hooked you up too But I guess you haven't Been to it yet What is it All the stuff that he Sends us to It comes from Laughingplace.com So I went on there And there's some Really cool stuff So thanks Lee Shout out to you Um, Some of it he sent to me But some of it I researched on my own because I'm like, this thing has a lot of great information and it's Disney World and Disneyland so that everybody, and it does have a, some Tokyo and Shanghai, but not as much. Did you send it through the app, through our texting app? Yes, he okay. did. He texted yeah, it to us. I'm on it sometimes, not all the time. A couple times he actually sent uh, a few messages to us where I just happened to have the phone in my hand when it went off. I wondered because you told him Happy Easter and so right. did Brad and I felt horrible. And he should. I, well, my phone makes a special ding so I know that it's the, our texting app now. And so I know when it's him or Jim texting us and us know what's going on in the world on their ends of the country because it's on total opposite ends. And um, I saw that you guys did, and I said, Happy belated Easter. I felt horrible. I didn't even oh, check in geez. on Easter. Don't, don't worry about that. He's not worried about that. Um, You know me and technology, though. Like, I'm up to speed with it all, but I just don't have to have it in my hands all the time. Yeah, you're not my family. <laughs> You know, like, I know, like, you're on Facebook constantly. No, it's on my phone. So it just, it's another thing that gives me a reminder or if I see something pop up that I'm interested in. And I've been on it constantly. I have been this weekend because I've been posting about that proposition that's on the board today. Oh, yeah. That's so. today. That's two days. Or yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So like I said, I don't have much, Vicky, but let's go ahead and kick it off with Mark Hamill. He's very concerned that Disney may be pumping out Star Wars films too quickly. What well, are your thoughts? Well, I'm not a big Star Wars. You know that. But I was wondering that. Are they just doing 
doing it so that they can ride on the coattails of the, the last film while everybody's still on a high and get the next amount of money. Well, of course, in. they want to make as much money as they can. Right. So is he right? Are they sacrificing the storyline and the technological portion and all that just so they can pump those movies out faster? What do you mean, sacrifice the storyline? Like, have the writers book it to write the next, or do they already have all that so written? What, so what they're doing, you know, one thing that uh, Disney did really well with was the Marvel series and the Avengers. So they had the main storyline, but then they had spinoffs with all the characters, like right. Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk, and all that stuff. People went and saw that anyway, and every year you had a new film coming out. Right. They're applying the same formula or algorithm, as you might say, to Disney or to Star Wars as well. So Star Wars has the main plot or the main storyline, and now what they're doing is they're creating episodes based off of just the characters themselves. So they're, they're applying the same rules. I don't think they're pumping them out too quickly. I think they're doing the exact same thing they did with the Avengers and the Marvel series, and it has made them buco bucks, and people keep seeing them. Then maybe he's jealous. I don't know. But isn't he a part of all of them? He's part of most of them. He's been in six of the films, we'll so he filmed his four in his younger days. He appeared in the last ten seconds of Force Awakens, and of course he's the main character in The Last Jedi, but he dies. Oh, so maybe he's concerned because he's not going to get any money out of this deal. Who knows? You know, back in the day, I, we talked about this during the Renaissance period, you know, Disney was pumping out animated films every, o- every other year True. at the same rate, right. you know, and that was some that was a concept through uh, Eisner yeah. and Katzenberg. That's okay. who it was. Sorry. Because after we recorded last week, I'm like, you know what? I was t- totally jacked that up. It wasn't Katzen, uh, it wasn't uh, Eisenberg. It's Eisner and Katzenberg. Yes. You know, that was something that they, formula that they had came up with, like, let's make as much money as we can. Let's start pumping out these animated films and reviving the department. And it worked. They did the exact same thing with the Marvel series, and here they are doing it again with Star Wars. I think it's going to work. Well, I mean, they've run all the data on it, so I'm sure that they know how that works better. I'm sure they have. Right. I'm sure they have teams seriously sitting down, running stats on how much they can potentially make based on the gaps in between films and the hype and everything else. So unless they're going to do some reflection in some of the future Star Wars movies, Mark Hamill's probably done. Oh yeah, unless he comes back as a Force ghost. Oh, is that a possibility? Oh yeah, all the the Jedi. See, I don't understand all this. Jedi teaches me new things every week. Jedi can come back as Force ghosts and be there, you know, like your guardian angel, you might want to say. Oh, okay. Right? Um, The Sith cannot, but but the Jedi can't. Now, the reason why Anakin Skywalker, who is Darth Vader, can come back as a Force ghost is because he was once a good Jedi. Oh, very interesting. I know you really don't care, but... No, I I mean, it's interesting, and and I like to hear Colin's view of it, because to be really honest... (laughs) Well, yeah, because it's more simplistic to me, and I don't understand all the depths of it. Sometimes when you're talking, I feel like I'm listening to somebody speak to me in another language, because you're talking in Star Wars. Right. So, they have this artist, and all they list him at is Rob, but I saw it, and I thought of you. I know you're more of a drawer or painter kind of guy, but this guy recreated that cool picture of Mr. Fredrickson's house with the balloons on it, all in sand. Really? Yeah, if there's a video, you can go and watch it on Google. All you could do is um, Up House Made in Sand by this special artist. He did that. I was trying to see, and it doesn't say that he did it right on Disney World, but I mean, just the detail he did, just like, it's almost like he had salt in his hand, because you know, sand's the same way. And he like, just to put it between his fingers and then just shook it and these little, and all of a sudden the balloons are all there. And the next thing you know, he's got the house and he's doing the lot, intricate lining and everything. It's just, it was really cool to watch. So if you get a second, check you know, that out. You know, really what's going on there is that he already has a mold underneath the sand, that the mold is hardened sand itself or hardened 
plastic that looks like sand. Oh, I don't know. And he's just blowing it away with his little tool. No. I'm joking. Oh, I was going to say, I watched him do no, it. No, I'm joking. It was very cool, but he said he used to, con- he loved to create having 10 colors of sand and just creating all this art. And so. Oh, wow. So he actually used the colors. Yes. Oh, wow. It's very, very cool. So I encourage listeners to go and check that out. That I, th- I believe that was one of the things that Lee had sent me to. Maybe not. But this is something that he sent me because I was so sad that I know Frozen, you feel like has been overplayed. But last week we talked about all the negativity of the responses of the Broadway show from the first couple days of it. And well, there were some, right? There were quite a few. Okay. <laughs> so they did, he sent me an interview and it was very cool to see and hear the different things they did. It was more of a positive. Was it so YouTube? That, yeah, you- it's on YouTube. So how long is the interview? Uh, 10 or 12 minutes. Something like okay. That. I was going to say, maybe we could put it up. Um, I mean, we can probably put it on our Facebook. I can put the link for them to see, but it was longer than, you know, we would probably put on our, on our segment. But uh, they did want us to know that the eight performances that opening week made two million two hundred and forty six thousand nine hundred ninety seven dollars and fifty cents and that's a record uh the record was set in 2004 by the producers and it only made one million six hundred thousand two hundred and forty three dollars so i think it's okay it was just i don't know what people were expecting to begin with they didn't know if the songs were going to be added or how it was going to be handled or anything but they interviewed the characters it was just interesting to see how they matched each person's character to them that makes any sense yeah and they don't look like the characters did in the movie and i think that may be what threw people off because you know when you're expecting something and then it doesn't look the way that you think it should kind of crazy i was looking i bet you have this next article that i have linkedin finally ranked their top companies for the year and linkedin basically came out and said hey look they rank disney and universal as the two of the top 10 companies to work for these rankings are based on users interest within the company engagement with the company's employees job demand and retention and things like that by the way vicky so i don't know how much of impact the latest bonuses of uh, or lack of bonuses played in a role of taking the percentage down in this ranking, but obviously didn't hurt it because here you go, they're ranked top two. I don't know which one's ranked first, Orlando or, or Universal or Disney. Um, I didn't uh, see that within the article I was reading, but it just said the top two, Disney and Universal. Go Maybe figure. they didn't want to decide. Right. Are they didn't want to be mad? Sides. And, yeah, take both, sides, right? They're on both sides. So this is the article that I figured you would have about the congressman's wife. Do you have this? I do not. So congressman wife. Did you pull this from the lapping? Was it called the laughing? The laughing place. The laughing place. Did you pull it from there? I did. Oh. But it, I also found it on my other website okay. that I use. Go ahead. I have three now that I've been going back and forth with. The yeah. trifecta. Trying to try, yeah, trying to find the right news and not duplicate each other. So the congressman's wife is at Disney Springs and she gets out of sorts and they notice that there's an issue going on and she is holding an older person who they had can only assume was her mother by the backpack, like dragging her by her backpack. Wait a minute. This congresswoman is dragging her mother? It's the congressman's wife. The congressman's wife is being dragged or dragging? Like he's she's pulling her by her backpack almost like it's a leash. Pulling her... The mother. They're assuming it was her mother. Some old lady. Yes. So we'll just say this congresswoman is pulling... They some, found out later it was her mother. Or but that's the what wife of a congressman's right. pulling... On the straps of her backpack that she was wearing in an attempt to keep her from walking away from her. So they called the police and there was an altercation, of course. She ended up... I'm trying Who to Who called find the police? Her. Like cast members? The people at Disney Springs because right. they knew okay, something... Cast members. Knew something was going on. It was a little funky. She started yelling profanities at the officers and at the driver. So this congressman's wife. Wife. Got it. She's... So yeah, they've determined they got them. They were just going to drive them home because they were... No, They realized she was intoxicated. So are we talking... 
what, at what level are we talking? The national level here, or are a we Florida talking? congressman? At okay, state level. Yes. Okay. So she's there. She kept doing the profanities and everything at the police officer and arguing with the driver. I would think the police officer drives itself, but don't even get me started. Oh, because they called them an Uber. That's what it was. She had a fight with the driver, and she cussed out the police officer that was trying to put her into the Uber. So he arrested her and took her downtown. And they um, they said they were restraining her for her own good. She got booked, and she was let out on bond. And her husband apologized and said that his wife was going through some depression things right now and that she hadn't been on her medicine and that she, you know, then she got intoxicated, which just made her depression worse and caused the altercation. And that's what he's saying. He apologized for her. But uh, why can't he just come out and say, hey, my wife made some bad choices and here are the consequences of it. It's always it's always something's something else. You know what I'm saying? Let's point the right, finger at the depression. Yeah, let's blame. Let's blame the, the symptoms here. I guess. Yeah, I do not know. Anywho. All right. Let's look here. What I got here. Oh, Lego. Uh, the Incredibles. Colin loves these games. He loves Lego games. You know, the kind you could play on your console. Right. You know, we there are, uh, let's see here, he has Jurassic World Lego game. He has the Lego movie Lego game. He just loves this stuff. Well, Lego is coming out with The Incredibles just in time for the movie that's released. So oh, The wow. Incredibles game is being released on June 15th, with the, which I'm sure Colin's going to want this. It's the same time, the same day that Pixar's Incredibles 2 is being released. And did you see the poster that they finally released no, on? No, I did not. So it's kind of cool. It's uh, the whole family and they're on vacation, like at some beach, and they all have suntans, except for they, the, they're Mate, very where they're white. Masks? Where their masks are on their face, it's pure white. Oh, funny. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I did not see that. That's awesome. So Disney and Per Blue announced that they were joining forces, and I don't remember if we talked about this or not. Did you remember us talking about it? It's a mobile gaming developer. They joined forces recently, and they're coming out with a, a game called Disney Heroes Battle Mode. It's a mobile role-playing uh, game that you can play, and it's going to have characters from The Incredibles, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Zootopia and Wreck-It Ralph just for right now, and then they're going to build on that. Uh, Monday, you were able to register, pre-register on Google Play so that you could get on this game. But Oh, that's awesome. So they're going like, to fight each other and yes. battle it out? Yes. These games are hot right now. They have a Marvel right. series. They have a whole bunch of other games like that as well. So this is what they decided to do with this uh, Purblue, which I had never really heard anything about when they joined forces. That's what they decided to do, and it sounds like something good for the kids, for sure. We were talking about Marvel earlier, and so one thing I failed to mention, two things actually. Finally, production's on underway, by the way, for, on Marvel Studios for Captain Marvel. I know you've been waiting for that one. I have. Mickey. I've been dying. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So just another Marvel movie, like we were talking about. This one just happens to be titled Captain Marvel. Of course. Right. So it just goes to what we were just talking about with Star Wars pumping out these movies like crazy. They're doing the exact, or not Star Wars, but Disney. Right. Disney's doing the same thing with Marvel as well. But Marvel's Black Panther movie, that's what I want to talk about. I know that's your favorite movie of all well, time. I haven't seen it, so it's not fair for me. I to love it. Assessment. I thought it was great. Right. Uh, Marvel's Black Panther is the highest grossing superhero film of all time domestically. That blew... Until incredible. Well, that blew my mind away. That's a good point. That blew my mind away, Vic. Uh, think about all the superhero movies that Disney has pumped out. I would have assumed it would have been some Iron Man movie because mm, he's know. pretty he's pretty awesome. But no, it's Black Panther. The film reached this milestone uh, this past Saturday after beating out 2012's The Avengers, which grossed $623.4 million. So this has surpassed that. Well, Amazing. I still think The Incredibles will beat it out. You really do? Yeah. The, the Don't you think these... Pixar is Incredibles. Yeah. Because I know that's really not a superhero, but to my kid... No, it, it is. is. But I mean, it's not a moral character. So by the way, I'm out. I know, but I'm, I'm not. Out. Just giving you a heads up. You got about like five more pages left, right? So, no. So the keyless entry, the articles were long. I took out... I mm. I put them all in my stuff and then... I heard about key, keyless entry. What are we talking about here? So... I did not read the article. I saw can, the headline. On your Disney experience, when you check into the hotel, you 
can opt to be on the keyless entry, which will allow you, depending on what is available to you, if it's easier to use your magic man or it's easier for you to use your phone, you can open your door and then it goes that little noise that you have on your phone that goes or whatever. When yeah, you, my text message, the chime. It does it on your phone and it'll say unlocked and, it, and your room is unlocked. You just hold your phone. If you've checked on the Disney app. Really? Yes, that you want to do it. It's being tested right now at the Wilderness Lodge. It's not anywhere else, but uh, they were showing a video footage. It's probably of it. easier just on the band, but I would like to try it on my phone right. just so I could record that sound clip. Well, I, I think that's it. That they're trying to make it easy because some people have their hands full, but they always have their phone out or whatever. But I, I'm like your, you. But with your band, you don't have to hold it. I know, that's it's what I'm saying. To your arm. I just think it's fun. I want to do it just because it's fun. I wonder if you could opt to do both. No, you can. Okay, did you say that? Yeah. Okay, so I'll opt to do both in June. Right. You can do whichever. They have it so that it's supposed to be. For what's uh, convenient for you. Because you know how sometimes people, they're, maybe they're holding the baby or something, and the phone's in a loose hand, and they can just touch the thing. Text, texting a baby. In. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to think how, what you could be juggling. So, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios reported that Toy Story Midway Mania is going to be temporarily on standby. Did you know about this? Wait a minute. What? Apparently, some people already knew that have been trying to book Fast Passes from April 9th to May 7th. They It's going to be on standby while they're finishing up the stuff, because there's going to be an entrance from Toy Story Land right. to get into the ride as well as where we're used to it being right now. So they're not having fast passes. It's only going to be on standby. So Imagineer Ryan, and I don't have his last name with me. I apologize, listeners. He's an Imagineer with the Walt Disney World Company. He gave a big briefing on the new Toy Story Land and, and the upcoming. Did you watch the YouTube clip? Uh, I've watched a couple, but okay. I don't know if it well, was Well, I have Ryan. it for you right now. If it's not too long, I think it's about eight minutes long. Brad, why don't you go ahead and insert that right now? Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Good to see you all. Um, we're so excited about the opening of Toy Story Land, which is exactly 100 days from today. So we are actually in the midst of a backstage cast member celebration, getting ready for the big day today. So we've been counting down, um, and all of us are so excited about it. Um, as you may have heard, this is going to be a wonderful adventure that's going to take you into Andy's backyard. And so as our guests, you will shrink down and you will feel like you are the size of a toy. And so you're going to be able to explore Andy's backyard and all of the wonderful things that Andy has literally himself built into his backyard, um, starting with a wonderful new experience, uh, our Slinky Dog Dash. And... Um, that is going to be created from a wonderful toy set that Andy got, his Mega Coaster Kit, and he built that all around his backyard, and then he basically decorated it with all kinds of wonderful things, you know, toys that he has that he's had around, um, and it's going to be a wonderful adventure for our guests. Uh, and then in addition to that, Andy basically won over at Pizza Planet, he won this wonderful playset, which is going to be our Alien Swirling Saucer attraction. And the Alien Swirling Saucer attraction is going to whirl our guests around. They're going to whirl around planets and all around uh, wonderful different places. Um, and it's going to be a wonderful time with uh, electronic kind of out-of-this-world music that the attraction will play to. And then in addition to that, of course, we always have our wonderful Toy Story Media, which was recently expanded, uh, which is even wonderful, so even more of our guests can enjoy that. And then last but certainly not least, we are very, very excited to be able to announce that uh, Buzz Lightyear, Sheriff Woody, and Jesse the Yodel and Cowboy will all be a part of Toy Story Land and will be visiting with our guests in Andy's backyard as well. So, very exciting. So, that is new to you, by the way. Yes, very, very, for the first time, you're the first people to know that. 
So we're very, very excited about um, all of these wonderful adventures. And then in addition, of course, even toys get hungry ever after a while. And since Andy is away, uh, the toys are actually serving up some wonderful food items in Andy's backyard as well. And they have, in essence, taken a big woody um, lunchbox, propped it open. It's a vintage-style lunchbox. They propped it open with a big, giant furnace, and then we're serving um, food out of a walk-up window there. And that'll include some, um, some old-time favorites served with a contemporary flair, uh, as well as uh, soda fountain and just some wonderful, uh, wonderful different soda floats. Uh, some wonderful food offerings as well. So it's going to be an absolutely incredible, immersive experience. Um, and when you're in there, you will just be completely immersed in the world of Andy's backyard and all of Andy's toys. So it's going to be great. Absolutely. And it is actually now my pleasure to introduce to you the creative director of Toy Story Land from Walt Disney and Matter Engineering. Hi, everybody. Ryan, there you go. Hi. Hi. Quite the entrance. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Hi, everyone. So my name is Ryan Weiniger. I am a creative director here at Walt Disney Imagineering, and I've been one of the many who've been fortunate enough to work on Toy Story Land from almost the very beginning. So I'm here today. I love all these details you shared. This is awesome. So I hope you all have had a chance to look at the model. If you haven't, I'll just get into some of the details that you'll get to see beyond the high level that you all have read about and heard about today. So as you heard, we get to walk into Andy's backyard when we are in Toy Story Land, which means the entire yard needs to be realized to look like a real yard from the beginning to end. And that starts with all of the planting that we surround you in when you're inside of this land. So anything that we will show you will look like oversized grasses, oversized flowers, anything that you might find if you were to stumble into your own backyards at home. In the summer, of course. I know we're in the winter months. I forget about that here. So, um, okay. So from the beginning, you will feel like you are one of Andy's toys as we are shrinking you down to the size of the toy because the grasses and the planting in your entire backyard is going to be surrounding you, super size. When you walk into Andy's backyard, you will be welcomed by Woody, one of Andy's greatest toys, and he will be standing proudly with a cluster of blocks around green army men, tinker toys, all beginning the setting that what Andy has done in this backyard is created this enormous play moment before he's just moments before walked away. So you will see what's a really cool privilege for us in Toy Story Land, you're going to see most of all of the toys the moment you walk in. So unlike a lot of lands, you could say, where you get to discover and wander through a pretty tight, intimate tunnel, for example, here we walk into Andy's backyard and we see the whole thing, just like you would if you were at home. So as you've heard, Toy Story Mania is getting a brand new entrance, which we love. We get to enhance an attraction that all of us already today love by providing the Carnival Games playset that this entire game was inspired by. So you as a guest will queue through and under and past all of the different toys that have made up what Andy calls this carnival under his bed. So you will wander past some of the shrouds that you actually play with in the game. Or you see some of the standees that have been punched out of cardboard around you while you're traveling to Andy's bedroom where you get to play this awesome game, Toy Story Media. Besides that, as our classic toy in the backyard, right? This could have been a toy that Andy's had in his family, for example. Um, across the street, you'll get to see Aliens Rolling Saucers, which I have been privileged to spend a lot of time getting to work on and develop. And as you all know, it's a Pizza Planet toy 
that Andy has won by collecting all of his tickets. And in this toy, dozens of green army of little green aliens are spinning through the universe of Pepperonia, trying to be captured by the claw, and we get to go along for the ride. So all of us get to play in these toy rockets, and we pass Pepperonia planets, sometimes a pizza space station. Um, and you'll see green aliens all around you as you dizzy uh, through this really cool space universe that we're going to bring to the life for the first time here at Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And obviously the big attraction here in Andy's backyard is Slinky Dog Dash. We love this attraction, like them all, but we love this one because we get a chance to explore Andy's imagination really by showing how he takes his old toys, his new toys, some toys that have been in his family, others that he just got for his birthday, and he combines them all to create this wild adventure throughout his entire backyard. And to make that happen, of course, you need to cast all of his favorite toys and friends. So when you're aboard Slinky, you get to pass this whole gang through boosts, past blocks, Jenga towers, all sorts of things that you might play with in your own bedrooms or played with when you were children or watch your children play with before he pulls back into a manifestation of what it means when Andy uses his imagination to draw up and invent brand new uh, experiences for his toys and adventures that aren't just play sets, you know? He takes something like Slinky Dog, which he's had for a while, and his brand new Mega Coaster Play Kit, and he invents a brand new adventure that we all get to see for the first time, too, and learn how Andy came to be inspired to make it. Um, and last but not least are Woody's Lunchbox, a vintage Woody's Roundup Lunchbox that Andy has left in his backyard. He's so busy playing. The toys have been able to take it and create a little moment for us to grab some food while we're in this great land. So in the Woody's Roundup lunchbox area, you'll see a golden book that looks like Woody's Roundup. You'll see Thermos that's holding up the lid, and you'll order through really cool Tupperware windows, which we love, that's surrounded by food that Andy gets to enjoy every day for lunch. So another thing that I saw this week was sad news, actually. Uh, Debbie Lee Carrington. Does that mean anything to you? Should it? Well, that's what I thought. But uh -oh. I think it will when I tell you who it is. It's an actress, and she passed away at 58 years of age. She had some Young. Pretty, yeah. She was in Captain EO, which I know is not one of your favorite things. But she was an Ewok in uh, Return of the Jedi. And uh, they don't seem to know what's going on. She's been on some other shows, too. But those were the ones that we would know for Disney. The Captain so far, EO music is pretty cool, though, I will say. No, no, no. We, but it is cheesy. It's cheesy. I, I get it. But she was in that, and she was, then she played the Ewok in Return of the Jedi, and so far they don't know why, so I guess they're going to do a uh, autopsy. autopsy. Yeah. It was a couple days before Easter she passed away. Oh, man. So, I'm sure that you've heard, and I know Chrissy saw it on the news, too, that a passenger was banned from getting on the Disney Magic Oh, yeah. Emily, what was her last name? Jackson. Jackson. And did, did you hear why she was banned? So, yeah. So, apparently she's pregnant. She's, what, 23 or 24 weeks in? She's 25 weeks. 25, and I think the cutoff is 23, 24. 24. The via Disney's rules and guidelines. Right. It's it, it was stated in the paperwork that she, you know how the little thing where we checked the box that said right. we agree with these terms? Right, right, Which she did, but still brought a note from the doctor thinking that the, the Disney She could get on the, the cruise. So right. basically, lady's pregnant. She's beyond the weeks allowed to be on a cruise uh, ship. For her via, safety. Via Disney's rules and regulations. Correct. And she tried anyway with the doctor's note. Right. I think somewhere in it does it state that even with a doctor's note, 
note? I think it does. I didn't read the, uh, the fine print of that note, but that always gets you that we've had parents that signed the code of conduct, but not knowing what they signed. Well, they don't read it. Right. So, I don't think Emily read the terms. I don't think so either. So I've reached out to her because she's here locally. She lives in St. Louis. Yeah, I heard you say And she that. has been all over the news. Like I know. New York Times, Huffington Post, uh, all over Yahoo, UK News. I mean, right. she's worldwide right now. And she's getting all this publicity. I just want to hear her side of the story. Now, I can only assume she did not go through an agent because obviously an agent would have told her. Right. You know, um, this is clearly against uh, Disney's rules. For sure. Unless she didn't disclose it. So because I'm assuming. the video that I saw, and it, it probably was... She didn't was, look pregnant. I know. Right. And she already had a kid. I know. So usually when you've had one kid, the other one shows so up So I saw in the here. YouTube video that I that I sent to you via yeah. text, they left her information on Yes, and I know that members. was controversial. You're right. right. Go so ahead and talk like, about that. Where you check in, right, with Disney, they bring up your information, I guess. And I don't know how they access this information, what information it was. Correct. We just know that there was some private information left out in the open. And then you hear her and another individual, a male, saying, my social security is clearly written right there for anyone who checks in could could see and could steal it. And you did see a line of people checking in. Right. And if, you know, you can't really tell on the video if that's really her information right, right. there or not. But if it is the case, um, she's requested to have them put it away and it's still sitting there. Any passenger that, that came up to check in could see her private right. information that if her private information is indeed sitting there right. on the desk. Um, that was just one complaint she had. Then she right. started saying how, you know, the Miami police came out with M4s. And, and, you do, and none you, you of the videos. No. no. You see that. You see, yes, you do. You see them with the assault rifle. Well, then I'll have to go back and look at your video again. But I looked at some other ones and I didn't know, like, I didn't see them threatening oh, no. her. No, 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 no. The guy standing there with the M4. Apparently, so the argument was the police officers that had the rifles right. uh, were not there initially. And it wasn't until things be- began to get heated right. that they showed up with right. the M4s. Well, because now, she was saying, I have a doctor's note. I'll sign any paperwork. That's what I read. But that's none of that is on her video that she put out for right, America. Right. There's, two, there's two sides. That's what, yeah, and that's what Brad was saying. He's like, we don't know the full story right. here. But anyway, nonetheless, I have invited her to come on. Yeah, because we'll be interested to see. I would love to hear what she has to say and just let her speak, right? Because that story right now is hot right now. It I mean, is it, is, it is worldwide news. It's crazy. It, yeah. Something like that. It blew up pretty quick. A, a lady who's pregnant and can't go on a Disney cruise, is that really worldwide news worthy? No. I, well, because of how it was handled. You know how everything gets I'm gets sure now, I was not there, but I'm sure Disney was extremely professional. And, and, I, and, and I would be very upset if I could not get on my ship that I paid a lot of money for, but I'm sure she got a refund. There's no doubt in my mind that she got her money back. I don't know if she did, but I guarantee you Disney gave it back to her. The Disney money, and but they did not recoup. I think it cost them extra to fly back early or something. Yeah, but you know what? That's not Disney's problem. Well, right? it's not Disney. Disney's fault. Right. She didn't book her flight through them. She did And I booking. guarantee you, if Disney wanted to keep the money, which it's bad show, though, it's that goes against one of the four keys, they probably could get away with it and keep the money because she signed off I know stating, she checked that thing yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, so listeners, please. Go through a travel we agent. Know it to, well, go through a travel agent because obviously we could help you figure that stuff out. The other thing is, Well, I would have told check. her there right then and there, um, honey, you can't go on this trip. You're going to be right. 25 weeks pregnant. But I'm saying on anything, Disney, whatever, don't check boxes unless you've really read because you don't know what you're... We have this every year with parents checking so that they agree thing. with the code of conduct and then their child gets in trouble for something. We didn't know that. I wonder though if, if she would have never brought the doctor's note, how could they prove how far along she is? She could say she's 20 weeks. I don't know. Or 22 weeks. Well, she didn't look pregnant all. at all. So, you know, so she probably could have got away with it without even bringing that doctor's note. Maybe so. But enough about that. 
What do you got, Vic? So the prosecutors this week were uh, trying to charge the wife of that man. I'm trying to say his name. Nor Salmon, the one that shot up the Pulse oh, yeah. nightclub. Yeah, so they, I was in Orlando yes, when that you happened. Were. You were in Orlando. You were in Orlando. That was the same week as the alligator. alligator. Yeah, and it was a very tragic Florida week. For it them. really was. I mean, it was tragic for the nation, but it was tragic for Florida because that was both of those things happened in Orlando. So what's going on? So I heard something about that they suspect after the investigation that the wife knew more than she let on. Is that the case? Well, actually, the jury found her not guilty, that she did not. It was not like she didn't help cover something up. She said what they did uncover is that Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom was where he was really going to be. He thought about doing Disney Springs. It wasn't big enough for him. Wait a minute. He was going to go to the Magic Kingdom to do this? Yes. And they had been in the parks and he noticed all the people. And she said he said that. But when he told her, he, he told her he was going somewhere. Wherever he told her was not where he actually was. And then she. Oh, so he just happened to tell her, oh, I'm going to Disney. Yeah. Okay. So he was just telling her that. Right. And then he went. Not that he actually had intentions of shooting the place up. Right. Just the fact that he was telling her, hey, I'm going to the Magic Kingdom. But they said because she lived with him all that time. But I'm like, look at how many people have affairs and their husbands and wives are none the wiser. Well, maybe he, huh? I'm just saying things happen. People hide things from their well, spouses. May, right. But maybe this was common for him to go to the Magic Kingdom. And so for him to say that, the wife thought nothing of it. Right. But he really did have, that was one of the points he was thinking about. There would be a lot of people that he could shoot up. Oh, so he really was. He wasn't just telling his wife that so she wouldn't suspect anything. Right. That, he that's actually what they was ever, thinking about shooting But she up. didn't know anything about that. They had already been to the parks that week, so she didn't wow. think anything about him going. And then I guess he went to Disney Springs instead. They said the potential target didn't um, seem like enough to him. And so then he but went to this But there's no way club. you'd be able to get a, I mean, because he went in there with a rifle. Right. Right. There's no way you'd be able to get right outside ticket the TTC. Someone's going to spot you right off the bat. And the, the thing about it is, I mean, she would have had to have seen him leave with that big old gun, right? Right. So, but she Unless got, he had it in the trunk before they got in the vehicle. Well, she wasn't with him. So she was denied all the charges. I guess she's on some kind of probation. She has community service and the people in the courtroom were not happy at all. Wait a minute. So she did get something. So that means they, they have something on her. That's a sentence in itself. I'm pretty sure they said she had community service. Well, then they found something. But on they didn't her. prosecute her and put her in prison because I guess she gave up all the evidence well, that did she they, did have. Well, they prosecuted his computers. her. They but gave her. Couldn't they take the computers even if she didn't give it to them? Right. Yeah. And they could keep them forever. Right. You know, they don't have to give that back. Well, they this article talks about about the case and I actually heard on the news the other part so okay. that she didn't get put in jail. Very interesting. There seems to be more to that than Oh, I'm think. sure there is and we'll probably hear more because you know someone's going to countersuit or whatever you call that when you I wonder if she cut a deal and gave information on others on something else and she just got a slap on the wrist. Because if you're going to come out of that and you're going to get community service for what? I don't if know. you're not part of anything and you Cuz didn't have a didn't child know, and you truly did not know anything then why are you being punished? I don't know. I mean, I think they lived in an apartment. She had to have known that he had guns. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they said it was a small place, but I'm still saying there are lots of people that do a lot of illegal things that their spouses really never find out about until sometimes well, maybe it's, it's just that. Maybe he had illegal weapons and she knew about the weapons, but just necessarily didn't know they were illegal. I don't know. Or she didn't know what he wanted them for. Who knows? Because, I mean, my brother likes to collect guns, but, but he's not going to do anything. Legally, though. Legally. Right. Are guns legal? My brother's? Yeah. No, no. The gunman. Oh, I didn't read anything about that, whether they were illegal Could or there illegal. be a possibility that she knew they were illegal? Possibly. And maybe that's why she got community service? Maybe. I mean, you know what? So she got punished for something. There's so many things we don't know. But anyways, that's all the news I got for so you. That's all I got? Yeah. Are we going to do bracket or are we going to save that for an episode? Um, I'm going to save
save that for an episode, but I did want to um, do the other part of the show that I usually do every week. Well, of course. Why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. April 3rd, 2006, the Disneyland Resort's 50th anniversary celebration takes to the skies over Phoenix, Arizona with a 100-foot-tall Mickey Mouse-shaped hot air balloon dubbed the happiest balloon on Earth. Which I don't think... I was trying to think, 2006. I know we hadn't been to Disney yet, so I guess we weren't as Disneyfied as we are now. A hot air balloon? Yeah. If I'm going up in a hot air balloon, I'm going up in a traditional hot air balloon where I know the heat is kept in a nice shape. <laughs> Like you grow up in a Mickey, man. Who knows if that thing's going to tip? Well, I'm sure it was by somebody that's uh, good about being able to control a balloon. I'm sure the individual that built the Leaning Tower of Pisa was a great architect. <laughs> but you're not going up in it? Right. Well, Mickey had golden ears atop his head to represent the 50th anniversary, apparently. April 4th, 1960. Disney animator and technical genius, Ub Iwerks. Yep. Oh, you knew this one. Yep. Um, he wins an Oscar for a scientific or technical class three for the design. Design of the optical printer for the special effect at the 32nd Annual Academy Awards held at the RKO Pantasia Theater in Los Angeles. He did a lot of work for Disney. So is that optical printer one of the things that they have in One Man's Dream? You know, I don't know, Vic, but what I do know is they have something I've built in my house. And after I was doing a little bit of spring cleaning this past weekend, I came across it. I built my very own multi-plane camera. And I know in One Man's Dream, they have the exact same camera. I mean, not the one I built, but right. they have a multi-plane camera. And what okay. that allows you to do, basically, here's the example, and this is the tried and true example that okay. everyone will give. You're you're doing some animation on, on a farmhouse, right? With some characters walking right. by, or maybe you're zooming up onto the farmhouse. Okay. Well, with a traditional camera, the moon that you have in the background, like at night or the sun, as you zoom into the farmhouse, you're also going to zoom in at the same rate with the sun or the moon, so the moon and sun are going to get larger. Gotcha. You don't want that to happen. Right. So you put that plane down at the very bottom, and the farmhouse maybe the second plane right in grass maybe the first plane so as you zoom up it gives you that depth of perception as you're zooming and gotcha. the moon will stay the same yeah now I don't know if they have this optical printer there but I know they have the multi-plane camera oh okay yeah I do remember what you're talking about being at one man's dream I don't know if it was that or not but I thought that was really cool so um, April 5th which by the way happy birthday to my son on Thursday happy birthday Joe A- April 5th 1965 at the 37th Academy Awards Julie Andrews won the Oscar for best actress for her role as Mary Poppins. Nope. I thought you were oh, going to yeah. say it. No, no, no. I was thinking about the 60s because you know what's good about the 60s. Yes, I know. Joey okay. told everybody at Easter dinner. I didn't know he did not. Yes, he did. And for our new listeners, <laughs> my father-in-law always told me, boy, Nick, the 60s were grand because it could pull up to a house with a bed in the back of your van and it was totally acceptable. All right, moving on. Yep. April 6, 2007, at Epcot, Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros opens. Great ride. Yep. It replaced, which I guess I did not realize, El Rio de Tiempo, which had closed in January of the same year. What was that ride? I have no idea, but it was the one in there before. What ride? What year was this? In 2007, uh, in January, the ride El Rio de Tiempo, it closed in January, and then they opened up the Grand Fiesta in April. Why am I drawing a blank on that ride? I don't know, because it's the explanation here is describing the Grand Fiesta tour that we know, Three Caballeros, a gentle boat ride. The attraction features Donald, Jose, and Pachito, the Mexican Charo Rooster, from the 1944 Disney film 
um, the Three Caballeros. Didn't they just incorporate the Three Caballeros within that ride too? Like they kept some elements of the of the old ride. I wouldn't because it was, I wasn't a, it was a ride yet. about the culture, right? Yeah, it is a ride. Yeah, you're probably right because there is. I'm thinking they they implemented uh, the Three Caballeros into that ride, but kept some of the some of the same stuff of the old ride. Yeah, because they have that one scene where the people are having like a fiesta, the pictures of it, and I could see where they could have kept that from a, a previous ride. I don't know that well, for even, sure. That'd be something to check even in. the skeletons from the Day of the Dead, I th- they are still in the ride, right? They're still in the Three Caballeros ride. Well, they're up top and they're the mariachi band and their skeletons. And oh, you're right. Song and dance, and that's still in the ride. I, I think they just kind of mixed the two. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Now I want to go ride that ride right now so I can figure it out. But you're going to ride it before me, so you can tell me. What three Caballeros? Yeah, you're going to be there in June. Well, right, right. No, I'm just saying. I anyway. You wanted to confirm which ride I needed you to ride? No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you got? <laughs> April 7th, 2006, Disney World's biggest ride yet, Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, a 20-story white-knuckle roller coaster spin, officially opens in the Animal Kingdom. First timer this June. You're, oh, you're going to ride it. It's actually going to be our very first ride, Fast Pass ride. That's awesome. I bet Erin is psyched. I don't know. We really haven't talked about it. Because Has she rode it before? No. None of us have. And oh, I Colin love is psyched for it, but at the same time, terrified. But he wants to go on it. Yeah, you have to go on it. So. I was mad at myself that I never, I went out, remember? I went the when Josiah went. The thing that freaks me out is going backwards, man. But it's for such a short time. How, like, what are we talking, five seconds? The same thing as on Frozen, just brief. Okay. Real so brief. It's, it's like just seconds. Yeah, it's nothing next to the rest of the ride. So the it rest comes of the back ride. down and you switch tracks. Yeah. But you go down into a cave, right? Yeah, but it's not scary. I mean, no. But going backwards you in the dark. You watched the video, though, Going right? backwards in the dark isn't scary when you have it's no idea. It's not complete You darkness. have no idea where you're going. There's still light outside. They can't block the light from being outside. Now, if you go in the dark, but you just said you're going first thing, you'll be fine. Okay. April 8th, 1973, Disneyland's Main Street Opry House debuts the Walt Disney Story. Um, they Their special guest there was Lillian Disney Truins. That was at Disneyland. It came to um, Disney World and Hollywood Studios later. That's the movie that we all love to watch. April the 9th, 2012, the turnstile clicks for the 100th day in a row for a Disney couple, Jeff Wrights and Tanya Makesh. Do you know remember this story? Um, oh, you were there, actually. So they would have been there when you were there. January 2012? No, not in January, but you were there in 2012, they wanted to visit Disneyland every day for the 366 days because it was a leap year. Oh, so I'm talking about Disneyland. Yes. Okay, so September of 2012. So April 9th, they had wrote, they had been to Disneyland for the 100th day. In a row. Yes. They wow. went every day in the year of 2012. So while you were there running your marathon, they were there. Wow. And it all started because uh, first they said, oh, we're going to definitely do that 24-hour leap year thing. And then they decided we should go every day for the entire year. And so I guess after they get off work or whatever, they would just... Wouldn't that be 360, technically, six days? Yeah, I just said. It was 366 days. Oh, leap oh did you? Okay, my bad. Yeah, I did say that. I thought you said 100 days. No. The, oh. No, the turnstile clicked for the 100th time in April because they had already been 100 days. That was 100 days into the new year. Oh, got it. Got Sorry. it. Sorry. It. It's okay. April 10th, 2014, the 50th anniversary of It's a Small World is celebrated when hundreds of voices from Disneyland Resort in California, Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, Tokyo Disney Resort in Japan, Disneyland Paris in France and Hong Kong Disney Resort sing the unforgettable theme song of the happiest cruise that ever sailed the seven seas. Nice. Is that what you're finishing up with? That Yes, I am. Because it was, That was really good. I, I like that it. one. I like what you had this week. It was pretty fun. It was. There was some good stuff. Thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. Next up, we're going to have a bracket come Monday, right? Is it another bracket? It is another bracket. What's it on? It's on... Let me... I'll give you a sneak peek. Okay. So it's divided into Prince 
princess regions, classic regions, Pixar regions, and modern classic regions. And I have not filled mine out yet, so we're going to do it together. I promise not to talk as much. <laughs> I know last episode, you are giving me a lot of grief for talking a lot. No, I just thought it was funny because you were rushing me. Right. And then when you listened to it, it wasn't right. me really talking. Right. All right. Anyway, thanks again for listening, listeners. As always, if you have a comment, question, or like to be a guest on the show, you can always text us, 407-674-0414, or email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking to book, book your next Disney vacation, go ahead and contact us, travel, at mousecapadespodcast.net. Also, don't forget to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for some of the latest information, and our buddy Joe over at virtualmickey.com. Vicki, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.